Hello everyone, this is Pete coming in to the Athletes Resource after quite a, uh, quite a break there. I am bringing you this episode as it is the, uh, for those who are into functional fitness, the annual celebration of functional fitness, it is the, the Open, or as some people like to call it, the Opens. I'm sure I've called it um, either of those two things during my time enjoying it. Um, We posted a opportunity for people in the community to ask questions about how to think about the open or how to improve their mindset toward the open. And we did get a listener question. And so what I'm going to do is go ahead and pull it up. The listener question is, how do athletes coming back from injuries slash time off deal with the pressure of possibly performing worse in the open compared to previous years? Are you a failure if you do worse? Very good questions. Excellent questions, I might say. So... You know, if this person was sitting in front of me, I would have questions for them. Uh, I would have questions like, well, what brings you to do the Open? Uh, As we know that the Open is a um, very taxing on the body, uh, emotionally, physically, spiritually, uh, getting all worked up about the weekly announcements, getting worked up about your warm-up, getting worked up about your scores, checking the leaderboard. Um, So if a person is coming back off of an injury, why do the open? Uh, I would want to know, I'd have questions about, well, you know, how recovered are they from their injury? Uh, Why is it important to them to participate in the open? Uh, If a person is good to go. Um, They've been cleared by their medical provider, orthopedic provider, whomever they're working with, their their coach to participate, then I can understand that. For a person who is still recovering from injury, um, I... I would ask (laughs) whomever you're working with or programming... Um, a, talk to them, have a conversation about um, the purpose of the open. Um, as we know that uh, if a person is recovering from injury <clears throat> and their volume has been reduced, that jumping into very high intensity and high volume uh, can be a problem. And by can be a problem is a recipe for um, pain or, or re-injury in some cases. And so um, I, would, I would want to know what a person is thinking uh, in terms of uh, them coming back off some time off. If they took some time off and they're feeling good and they're ready to go and they've been ramping up their training appropriately, their conditioning, their volume, I totally understand. Go for it. <clears throat> 
But this question is also alluding to the idea that you might do worse than last time. And uh, it's possible. It's possible, especially after an injury or especially as we, we get older or priorities shift. Um, how, to do, how to deal with doing worse in comparison to previous years. And so the key word in this is comparison. So person asking the question, I would ask them, so I would ask them which version of you are you comparing yourself to? Are you comparing yourself to four years ago? Ten years ago? A year ago? Any time before the injury happened, are you comparing yourself to then? If so, uh, I would argue that that is not a fair comparison. Uh, that when we compare our functioning post-injury to pre-injury, uh, it is unfair because it does not account for reality. Reality is the injury happened. The injury happened and things usually change after an injury happens. <clears throat> and so uh, what I might offer as a thought to consider uh, is for anyone who's going through this is that to have a more accurate comparison, the comparison might, uh, a more fair comparison would be to uh, how is a person doing since the day after they got hurt? And this is where uh, it kind of, well, before I go into my next thought, that would be a fair comparison. If we compare ourselves six months to the day we got hurt, we're probably going to be, well, ideally, feel a little bit better, like we've made some progress. If we compare ourselves to a couple days before we got hurt, it might be a long time before we feel progress. <clears throat> and this goes again, uh, my next thought is uh, the, the challenge of the open um, and, and, and asking this person questions about, well, how come this year? What, is it just for fun? If it's just for fun, then that's something different. But this person uh, is feeling pressure about performing worse. And so uh, when I'm, I don't really know, I'm just kind of reading into this, that um, it's not quite just for fun. It's, it's, a, it's a measuring stick for their fitness at this point in time, which may or may not be a fair time to ask that question through a test like the open, if a person is still ramping themselves back up. Um, how to deal with the pressure of performing worse? Uh, I think any athlete who takes competition uh, meaningfully or seriously, the goal is to take off as much pressure as you possibly can. And one of the ways we do do that, like I alluded to earlier, is by uh, reducing or eliminating comparison. I do realize that sounds maybe a little ridiculous considering the national leaderboard and the comparing with friends and the whiteboard that happens in the CrossFit community. I get it. Um, but really the challenge is um, being able to entertain both that, yeah, in comparison to some of your friends or in comparison to previous years, uh, 
scores may look different. That doesn't mean the scores are bad. That doesn't mean that this is bad or your performance is bad. It's really being able to accurately ask yourself in a compassionate way, in a reflective way, uh, based on how I've been doing over the past X months, is my result on this test, 22123, uh, are my scores um, understandable? <clears throat> the other thing to minimize or try to reduce pressure, and this may sound again a little bit like an oxymoron, is to try our best to continually reorient, our, reorient ourselves to effort rather than outcome. Outcome is, and I've been guilty of this, I was guilty of this last year when I did the Open, <clears throat> um, outcome is focusing on what percentile you placed, where you rank amongst your little, your friend group that you create within the app, or if you choose to create an app, where you rank in your gym, blah, blah, blah. Um, the, that can produce a lot of stress, worry, or even feeling down about your performance. However, if we are able to either catch ourselves in those moments of comparison where the outcome wasn't exactly what we wanted it to be and um, reorient ourselves to our effort. So how do we put forth our best effort every test we take when we do each, each one of these workouts? That's, that's a way that we can ideally leave feeling a little bit better because really the only thing that's in our control is effort. What if they put a new work, a new movement in that they've never done before? Last, last year was wall walks. How many people are doing wall walks regularly? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. But now a lot of people are doing wall walks because could be in the programming this year. And so taking pressure off is catching ourselves when we are engaging in this kind of punitive comparison and reorient ourselves towards effort rather than outcome. And unless you're a professional athlete, unless you are, uh, when, you sh when you register for a competition, if you're going to Wadapalooza or Granite Games or any of these other ones, uh, unless you are entering as elite, you should really consider figuring out how to have fun. And a lot of gyms do this well uh, regarding making the open fun. And uh, I think that that's a challenge for, for 98% of athletes participating in the open. How can you maximize the amount of fun? It's going to be uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. It's going to be painful. It's going to be literally painful. Um, and that's okay. We signed up for it. And that's part of what makes it fun. Part of what grows the community, shared suffering. Um, but the challenge also is, is to make it fun. Going back to the listener question, are you a failure if you do worse? I feel like this is kind of a, this is an, this is an underhand pitch to me like a slow-mo underhand pitch. And I almost feel like it's a trap. Are you a failure if you do worse? 
um, I'll pretend this person is, is really asking me that, that question. Of course not. Of course not. Um, are you a failure if you do worse? You know, uh, that, I guess I'd have to ask that person, what is a failure? Uh, how is, you know, being curious as to how that, that is a question in their mind. How are you a failure if you do worse? Person, are you accounting for the context of your life over the past eight months, six months, whereby this injury took place? Uh, if so, so let's say you, I don't know, for example, you tore a muscle in your shoulder, you hurt your back, you hurt your knee, whatever. There was probably a time where you couldn't do really much of anything. There's a lot of scaling happening. And so, um, are you a failure if you do worse? Uh, well, considering there was a pro probably a time where you couldn't do really anything at all, um, what is a failure then? Uh, worse, going back to effort, not outcome, um, if you put in max effort, that's all you can control. And so I, I would argue that failure is a mindset. To, to entertain this idea as someone who, uh, if we are a general population who is uh, just doing the open to have fun, to do it with friends, uh, why are we even asking ourselves that question? That's a, that's a moment to self-reflect. If a person is an elite athlete and they are wanting to qualify for the games. Um, so, you know, uh, that's only one way to enter the games. It's only one avenue. Uh, it's an opportunity. This goes into, you know, uh, textbook sports psychology of growth mindset versus fixed mindset. If we don't do as well in the open, in a growth mindset, that gives us a real opportunity to learn. It gives us an opportunity to sit back and reflect and say, okay, so I got some, me and my coach got some work to do. Um, we got we to troubleshoot some of this stuff. And that's all knowledge for if a person is, a, is an elite athlete and they want to compete, uh, when they go to a regional or sanctional, whatever they call it now, I think it's sanctional, you have that information to get yourself ready for those events. So you don't do quite as well as you hoped in the open. Uh, I just had a thought and com I completely blanked on it, um, but I'm just gonna try to, to summarize what I just said. You know, um, I would, you know, for a person who's recovering from an injury, I would have a conversation with uh, my gym owner, my coach who's programming for me as to, as to sharing this concern and, and getting some feedback on whether or not this is a good time for that. This is a good time to test your level of fitness. Um, if a person hasn't really, really been able to test, you know, being able to do conditioning, work on uh, all the different movements you see in CrossFit, it, it may not be a fair representation of their fitness. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're not fit. Uh, these are just three random tests that are put out there by whomever is programming now. I don't recall exactly who. Um, 
think of it that way. <clears throat> the other would be um, trying to minimize pressure. By minimize pressure, trying to have as much fun as we can and trying as hard as we can uh, and really trying to catch ourselves, dial back and pause when we're, when we're engaging in a type of comparison that's distressing for us. And the last part of the question was, are you a failure if you do worse? I'll leave it to you, listeners. You can reach out to me. My, my argument is no. No. You're not a failure if you do worse. Um, because context is, context is king. Our, our lives change. Um, and if we approach it from a growth mindset, it's all information for us to improve our fitness over the next X amount of months or year. Uh, if we're approaching it from, uh, from a growth mindset, that's how we approach it. We are approaching it from a fixed mindset. It, it's kind of this negative attribution. I'm a failure. I'm not as good, blah, 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 blah. Um, I just tend not to agree. And so, in closing, we'll keep this one brief. Um, if anyone, if any other listeners listening to this have any more questions about the open, feel free to reach out. We still got a couple days until it gets uh, gets started, and in, and it's going to be three weeks. So let me know what you think. Reach out to us on Instagram at the Athletes Resource. Thank you for listening. Uh, and if I don't hear from you, for those signing up for the open, best of luck and please have fun. Also be safe.